0: Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate, with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to a new episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Brian Burnell. Before we get Brian to give an intro, before I ask him a bunch of questions, um, we're going to be talking about, like, currencies and currency exchange rates, and I have a feeling we're going to go down the path of talking about uh, a little bit of where we think this is going in 2023, Um, but we are just two guys, like, um, I'm just trying to say this as a liability thing, anything we say here, it's just... We are not economists, at least I'm not. (laughs) Um, We're just, we're we're, we're giving what we think some things. And I think anyone who does say that they definitely know what's happening in the future, um, they don't, right? I think that there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of different elements and there's all these new things that can come in to apply to this but we're just going to talk about kind of where we think this could go and what we kind of the pressures we're seeing to go through this. So I just want to put that disclaimer out before we do anything else. Um, So do not hold either of us liable. Um, This is just uh, a couple of guys um, and and Brian's right in the industry, but it's a couple of guys. They're just chatting about what we think is going to go. So anyway, sorry about that, Brian, but um, maybe we'll give uh, people a bit of uh, an intro to yourself uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll go into some of this.
1: Yeah, so that's great. I'm, I'm very pleased to be on on with you. Um, so yeah, I'm Brian Burnell. I'm the Director of Business Development at Currencies Direct. Um, a bit about myself, I've been in the financial services sector my entire career um, out of college. Um, I've been in the foreign exchange and international payment space for about 10 years now. Um, really When fintech really took off, it was a space that's grown tremendously with cross-border payments or um, individual clients or businesses looking to to send money around the world. Prior to that, I was involved in financial markets um, at some of the big houses, um, dealing with portfolio management, things like that, investments in securities, stocks, bonds, things like that. Um, So I've had a, a, a career in this. And I'm very glad that you've mentioned about uh, uh, you're not holding anyone too accountable. I typically, Glenn, don't like to use the word prediction um, because <laughs> when, you, when you use the word prediction, you totally have it's a definitive word. You definitely have the chance of being totally wrong.
0: Um, the strike that anyone heard that just
1: forget that it <laughs> happened <laughs> no i mean moreover I, in in this space you know we like to use words like forecasts or, or projections it leaves a little bit of of room in there to to be uh to be wrong <laughs>
0: um
1: and that's you know effectively what we're looking to do is, is um you know kind of measure and weigh probabilities more than anything else what what can happen what may happen? What to what to kind of kind of look out for and and ideally get a an outcome that we can that we're pleased with or or that we can at least tolerate um that's primarily it but um but yeah pretty volatile year this past year we'll we we'll, I I cover a, a gambit of currencies um our organization we deal uh a lot with um all currency pairs and different crosses and on this particular one we'll you know, it's obviously the Canadian dollar um to to US dollar Um, Yeah, historically, the Canadian dollar, compared to a lot of the other ones, really isn't that volatile. Um, It is. uh, And each cent is precious when you're moving large amounts of money for property purchases and things like that. Um, But in the last year in 2022, we saw a range of about 11%, meaning from the highest point to the lowest point of the Canadian dollar to um, the US dollar.
0: Does that mean Um, that the American dollar is doing more of the movement?
1: within that currency pair, there was 11% from peak okay. to trough. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, and, and it's really an interesting topic of, of chicken and the egg, what's wagging the other, and a lot will debate on, on, on what, you know, what, what might be pushing the other in another direction. Um, but at the end of the day, we like to feel or think it's market participants that are actually creating that true, real, real, real price. Um, I'll get into that a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit later, but 11%, you know, if it's, it was, was the prior year since 2016, we've had them from, from peak to trough about 17%. Um, so can you kind of bad
0: really, I, I always think of it being much higher, but it really isn't that different.
1: No, it isn't. It isn't really. And there's a few factors for that. I mean, com- compared to some of its counterparts, let's just say like the euro US dollar or the pound US dollar. I mean, this past year, we've seen volatility of 25 plus percent in 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 those currency pairs against the dollar. So um, the Canadian dollar out of all of the other peers in relation to the US dollar has been the strongest. Um, the yen is that those numbers are ridiculous on, on the kind of peak to trough in 2022. It's hung in there quite a bit. And I really think it's been more or less the it's commodity mix that it has. There's an inverse relationship with the dollar and oil and commodities and the Canadian dollar is really a commodity based currency. So it kind of holds it. Um, a lot of the volatility is, is, is less than, than some of the other um, some of the other currencies, but um, but yeah, I, so the past year, you know, roughly 11% volatility. We're looking at pretty much the same for, for 2023. I mean, I'll just go out there and, and, and let everyone know our forecasts. Yeah, um, We're looking probably about the same 11 to 12% volatility next year. Um, uh, a bit on, on the higher end um, of the... Um, uh, 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 best way to explain this of the range will be in a little bit different range, more in favor of the Canadian dollar. We've seen the U S dollar this past year do some amazing, amazing things that no one could, could really forecast. Um, and the fact that the Canadian dollars held in there so strong means that once that tide starts to turn, um, you know, you will, we'll see the Canadian dollar outperform, um, what are some of the factors that are going to lead to that? Um, in this kind of what I'll say is um, the central bank intervention era, if you if you, if you want to call yeah. it that, that's what I'm kind of coining it. You know pretty much since you know two thousand and eight, you've seen a lot of central bank intervention moving things around. A lot of the other numbers don't make a lot of sense, whether you're talking about their um, their GDP numbers or, you know, their debt levels, et cetera. I mean, they're all in pretty precarious positions to be, to be fair. So what's really moving these things around is central bank policy um, and the federal reserve, just as the central bank of Canada are in a similar position. They've got really high inflation that they don't like. They're doing everything they can to kind of tame it, which is steadily raising rates um, to, historic levels at least the pace of those yeah. those the, those rate hikes um and that's probably going to continue for a bit we're looking at around quarter, the end of quarter one to put to, to potentially uh, throughout quarter two for a bit of um a pause or maybe a, a a dampening or or a dovish more tone as they say from um the federal reserve in the u.s i don't know why um You could probably pick any headline out there to put in place of why there's a lot of things around the world happening, um, you know, from wars to potential, anything really, Uh, whatever, whatever the why is going to be, you know, they'll tell you when they want to tell you, Um, but there'll be a, there'll be a, it looks like there's going to be a switch probably towards the end of quarter one, um, maybe quarter two where the fed will start to weaken. And, and I would definitely pay, we, we pay very close attention to the federal reserve and and their actions simply because they tend in this, in this central bank intervention era, they, they tend to act first. And a lot of the other central banks will, will typically follow. Um, and I can give you, you know, a, you know, a couple examples of that in, in, let's say, um, let's say the let's say march this is like this year um the federal reserve started raising rates in march of 2022 at a pretty astronomical pace the bank of canada didn't really start till june and it wasn't just the bank of canada it's the european central bank they it's almost like in this era the, the Fed kind of leads what's going to their posture and a lot of the other central banks follow. Another example is um, before the pandemic in 2022, the Federal Reserve was the first to, to cut rates dramatically. Um, and then months later, a lot of the other central banks started to follow. So once the, central, the, the Federal Reserve in the States looks to, I guess, pivot is the term that everyone's using or, or change their policy a bit, um, you'll you'll see the Canadian dollar really outperform against the US dollar. And if you can couple that with weakening home prices within the US, which we're already seeing, it's it's very clear we we're we're seeing that. Um, I mean, that's really the
0: no one can them.
1: <laughs> that's that's the that's the mother's milk of, of Canadian investing in real estate. If you can get a weakening US dollar as well as a weakening real estate market in, in in the u.s um it has a lot of good opportunities for some entry points for sure um, so
0: if i had a bunch of american money it probably makes sense to bring it back sooner than later and if i had uh, a bunch of canadian money it should you know likely get to be a better exchange rate um i wouldn't recommend anyone listening this to base your um your purchases based on that. Um, but if you had a, a chunk of cash you were sitting on, that's when it would go, I wouldn't go, I'm not going to move my money or buy houses until it gets lower. Um, but you know, anyway, it just, it is a factor, right? Um,
1: Absolutely. There is. So with that being said, I, I definitely agree with you. There's a, there's a few things, you know, components that you're, that you're involved with, obviously, you know, a lot more that goes into actually gearing up to do something like that. Um and there is a lot lar- there will be you know an 11 range let's say next year 11 12 percent range um if you can get some you know us dollars at some of the better levels then 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 absolutely um but um but yeah overall that's our that, that's our forecast we're looking for for more purchasing power from canadians um you know throughout next year it'll be a volatile year but um uh, it looks like the, the 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 large move in the U.S. dollar has is beginning to exhaust itself already. Um,
0: what about elections? Um, how did, like, in the past, what has that done? Do we usually see which dollar is going to usually get more aggressive during those periods? When I started investing in the U.S., I did it by myself and had to go through the growing pains of doing that. glensutherland.com slash coaching. A twelve-week coaching program done one hour per week over Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Classes are kept to five people to be able to answer everyone's questions. Shortcut the process, make fewer mistakes. Curriculum available at glensutherland.com/coaching.
1: The usually the the U.S. dollar weakens during those periods. Okay. You have, and it doesn't matter. I I I pay less attention to elections because. Okay. Um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the movements are kind of happening, not necessarily based on elections, but what you do tend to get when in any type of election or when, um, candidates are running is they want to spend a lot of money and promise a lot of things and, and, and do a lot of, um, what perceived good, um, and they need a lot of capital to do so. And typically that comes with, um, uh, you know, money printing, et cetera, to be able to fund some of those projects and whatnot, which right. typically tends to weaken the currency. For so, from the U.S. perspective, any, um, any, uh, I know it's going to be a lot of talk uh, for for the the race that's going to be taking place. Um, there'll be a lot of promises on 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 what they want to do, et cetera, um, and a weakening. It tends to weaken more than more than strengthen.
0: Gotcha.
1: Something we don't really pay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pay a lot of attention to. But um, historically, yes. But, but lately, like I said, a lot of it's been around just central bank intervention more than anything else, um, more, more than elections.
0: Yeah. What's, what's running through my head is I'm like, huh, I really should have moved all my money back to Canada when it was at 139 <laughs> or 1.39. Yeah. That um, sounds like that was probably the best we're going to, you know, in general, I'm anticipating getting back to that spot again, eh? You know, it
1: uh, it it may that's that's going to be within the range. Um, so, typically, I mean, the ranges that we have for um, for next year, um, and I have it done inversely, 0.8405 okay, to 0.7070. Um, let me see if I can quickly invert that for you. Um, it it would probably equate to just over 140. Okay, um, There there will be opportunities next year with the volatility. Well, you'll see both sides um, from where it currently sits, where it will be weaker and it will be stronger it, within that 11% range. Because um,
0: yeah. so, there's so many factors that go into this, right? Like you were talking about just how much, you know, if Canadians are spending a lot of money in the US, it could affect this dollar, right? If we're going and buying houses down there because our stuff's too expensive, that, you know, it could have an effect, right?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, It it could absolutely affect a lot of it also is, um, a lot of money is just looking for yield, um, where who's paying the highest yield. If the federal reserve starts to weaken, um, as they've already kind of mentioned, they're going to slow, they may slow some of the rate hikes money is searching for yield. Um, and if the 10 year treasury is not yielding the highest, a lot of money won't flow to it. Um, and, and, and will weaken. Um, but, um, But yeah, I I think the main thing I really wanted to get across was we're going to have another volatile year in 2023. There will be opportunities to where um, I think both sides will win, whether one wanted to bring funds back into Canada or one wanted to uh, depart with funds into the US um, for investment. There'll be opportunities to be able
0: to to capture within within the year for sure. Awesome. So you work for Currencies Direct. Um, We haven't had Currencies Direct on the podcast before. What what is currencies direct? Let's talk about a little bit what some of the what what you guys can do for the the listeners or what how what this uh, what your products are what 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 the advantages are like just talk about currencies direct.
1: Yeah, of course. So currencies direct, I mean, really came about from um, offering services that banks don't provide for foreign exchange. Uh, we offer fantastic rates of exchange. We bank beating rates. Um, we some of the products that our customers really enjoy is uh, just a lot of market guidance on 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 what the market's currently doing, what it may be doing. Um, so for example, if you're a, a Canadian customer and you're under contract on a property in the U.S. and you have, let's say, 30 days to close, well, what's going to happen in that 30-day period? When should I convert? Should I convert now my Canadian dollars into U.S. dollars? Should I wait? Should I stall for a bit until closer to my closing date? So kind of looking at and and, and um, guiding how customers
0: would, how would that look is it going to be like you have like a a forum or a portal or something to kind of get that information like some you know written articles or do you you're actually going to have like a one-on-one conversation it seems like it's going to be tough to do all those one-on-one conversations
1: yeah you know, i'll tell you it's we we have we have one-on-one conversations
0: really okay that's um, good so... people love that
1: so yeah, we have a stat, we've got about 700 uh, employees scattered around the globe in various regions where I sit in, in the US in our office in Florida. Um, but I think that's one of the things that really sets us apart. We still employ humans um, to have conversations <laughs> That's <awesome>. about, about, <laughs> about that. Although so, customers can also self-service online. We've got a great online platform and an app where they can convert currency uh, and, and send payments to wherever
0: um, they would need to go. Um, but so can we talk um, about the process a little bit because is it um, if we're get sending money to you is it can you pull from bank accounts is it wires how, how do they do these transactions?
1: yeah so uh, what a customer would do is they would have an account set up with currencies direct very easy to do so um, a Canadian customer um, all of our banking in Canada is done with Bmo um, so it would be a domestic transfer to um, if you wanted to fund your currency's direct account, it'd be a domestic transfer within Canada. Um, And then uh, we can make any currency conversions that you'd like. um, And we can send funds to really wherever they need to go. Um, So we can send funds to a third party. So to, let's say a title company for a property closing or to a lawyer who's uh, involved with a property dealing or something. The funds don't have to go to a US bank account in the customer's name. Um, so it's a very, very simple, very simple process to, um, to get, to get funds from, from point A to point B. Um, and like I said, you can speak to us at any time on, on any, uh, currency pair that you're looking at, or, um, if you want any insight on what the U S dollar Canadian dollar is doing. Um, but, um, to answer your question. Yeah. To, answer, to answer your question, it's opening opening an account and funding it is domestically, uh, you know, within uh, uh, within Canada. Canada. Um, speed is very important to us, um, and uh, maximizing customers' transfers within the the foreign exchange uh, market is, is is what we do we do have a few other products where we can target a rate for a customer yep. um so let's say you know um right now the us dollar candy dollars at 13606 let's say a customer wants to achieve 132 and they because that's what they've budgeted for or that's what we'd like to see um, we can put an order out there for the customer that when that rate hits we can automatically purchase the currency for them so they don't have to watch the currency market every single
0: day. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yeah. So there's two, there's two types. That's called a limit order where it's firm, where at any, at any time of the day, if that rate were to get hit, it would automatically convert for that customer, or we can do what's known as a watch order where an automated email will go out um, saying, you know, the, the level that you're looking at is currently available and then we can have a, a an additional conversation at that time. You know what? It looks like I might get a little bit better. I know you don't need funds for, let's say, the next ten days. Why don't we give it a day or two before we convert and see if that uh, you know so those types of conversations that banks aren't, aren't aren't offering to to clients with foreign exchange needs.
0: That's great because i I didn't know that the exchange companies, I know I've done that with like stocks and stuff, but I didn't know that I you know could do that with a foreign exchange company. that's incredible. Um, one thing i I heard from some other, foreign exchange companies that they were having trouble with, which I don't know if this is a thing at all with you guys, is they're having trouble like taking it, say, from Glenn Sutherland in Canada and putting it into a corporation in the United States, like that maybe I own or I'm part of, right? Is that, do you see any snags with that? That's a really good question. And the only, as, so the way that we do it,
1: however you were to open a currency's direct account, which Again, you you don't have to fund the account. It's just a platform to take advantage of our exchange rates, really, yep. and have multi-currency accounts should you wish. We would just need to receive or have funds come from Glenn Sutherland. Okay. We can send funds to wherever you would want to go without any questions. Um, you couldn't have an account open in some other name and then start funding it from Glenn Sutherland. Uh, okay. yep. If that if that makes sense, so a third-party payment on the outside to let's say your business is perfectly fine. The funds just need to originate from an account. Yeah. In the same name that the account is set up with at at Currencies Direct.
0: And, And for anyone who's just like, if that went over your head, you can do all this stuff, but what often is the easiest way is if you have a personal account in the US, like for me bringing money back and you have a corporation in the US or an LP or C Corp, whatever you're using is to do your dividend in the US and pull it back. Or you could run that right through the whole thing, which is a little bit more complicated if you're running it back to your Canadian hold co, and you could run it through that and then pull it out. Or if you're taking it from your C corp or your LP in the US and then bringing it back to your personal name is even more complicated. <laughs> um, but, you know, if it if it doesn't matter to you or your, honestly, i talk to your CPA. <laughs> um, then I, what I, a lot of times I'll do is I'll do my dividend in the US and then send it back uh personal to personal and it's a lot easier and i found it faster (laughs) okay anyway um cool um for the uh, in the show notes if anyone's wondering currency direct website i'm gonna put in uh i have an affiliate link with them so they'll have my link there too if you guys are looking for that i will put that in there for you um brian is there anything else i should have asked you during this uh this interview anything else you wanted to touch on um, I think we've, we've pretty much, you know, covered it off. Um, yeah. the, uh,
1: the main thing, you know, I, I guess just some of the takeaways is we're looking for a stronger Canadian dollar here soon. It's already happening. Actually. Um, the market's pretty much sniffing out, um, that the fed might get a little vulnerable here shortly, uh, in terms of the pace of which it's raising rates. Um, the market's already sniffing that out. And, um, that would probably be be you know one, one of the main takeaways and then of course anyone that has you know any questions you can reach me via um by glenn's link and um yeah i'm happy to to help how however possible for sure
0: sure and if you want to i can even put your if you want to i can put your email address in the show notes or whatever you prefer um but uh brian thank you for coming to the show i think there was a, a lot of value there uh even for myself i was as taking notes down because i like to keep chunks of money on both sides for you know be safe money or whatever you want to call that money um but um you know at times i like to move it back and forth just to you know for life or to take advantage of the dollar different times um so i think there's a there's a lot of takeaways for me even for planning my my money movement throughout the year well good good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah th- thank you for coming on the try. i really i really do appreciate it I think there's a lot of value there
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, Glenn. I greatly appreciate it.